This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. I'd like to win. My buddy Josh Fox owns that business, ERC Company. Actually paid a Kentucky couple $26 million not that long ago. So if your small business was affected by COVID, you got to reach out to these folks. It ain't no joke. They are paying out billions. He's a great kid. Lives down in Florida. It's a great company. Check those folks. Uh, check them out today. So I got a uh, call, a text from the lovely Melissa Zim. I do love her. A couple days ago, she says, uh, Pete's in the hospital, but he's okay. I'm like, what? What do you mean he's okay? Well, it turns out that I guess, and Pete will tell you the whole story. I guess he went to the doctor Friday. Something came up in an endoscopy or a colonoscopy. I don't know. And he had to have, I guess, emergency stomach surgery, malignant tumor on Monday. And then I start getting these pictures. From Peter King, the great congressman and statesman, Homeland Security, just a wonderful guy in the hospital bed with tubes everywhere. Thumbs up. He's on his Facebook. He's on his Instagram saying, oh, I'll be with Sid tomorrow. This was yesterday. And sure enough, as promised, one of the most courageous people you'll ever meet and a lovely human being, live from Long Island Jewish is my dear friend Peter King. Pete, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, Sid. I'm, I'm doing fine. Great to be with you. And actually, I'm out of the bed. They got me into a chair today. So you actually, also, I'm finally eating something. They gave me ice chips to eat. So I'm. Uh, uh, you I'm so, but you sound great. You sound great. Yeah, I, I feel good. And actually, I mean, the story is uh, I, I was operated on a Monday, but actually, I started to hear about this about three or four weeks ago. I went in for a routine endoscopy for a good friend of mine, local doctor, uh, Michael Barth. And, uh, you know, they were looking for something else, and they found nothing. And then they found this little thing on the outside of the stomach, but it seemed like it was coming from inside the stomach wall. So he said, it's probably nothing. But then I went over to Northwell and got a, uh, a biopsy done there. And when you wake up from that, and the guy tells you that you know, he, uh, he thinks you have cancer. It's like a shock, you know. And, uh, but he kept saying, you know, don't worry, it'll be fine. And then and here's the story. Here's where you get involved, Sid. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they couldn't make the final evaluation though until uh, the following Friday, which I guess would have been the 14th or the 15th, whatever that Friday is. It was 14th. the 14th. It was Joe Tacopina and Pete Rose's birthday. I remember it well. Well, more than that, I'm sitting at home waiting. The doctors are going to call me between 8:30 and 9 with their final diagnosis, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden they get a text from uh, Justin, 
He says, if you want to go on and fight with Sid, do it now. So that was about the whole thing with the guy who was locked up, the National Guardsman. Right, the so, sheriff. Yeah, 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 this is take my mind off the doctors. So now I'm on there arguing with you, and all of a sudden I see the call is coming in from the doctor. So that was great. So, so I get off the call. I was going to shut up with yelling and screaming. Yeah. And I forgot all about the doctors. And he said, oh, yeah, you have a, you have a lingual tumor. We have to operate. Uh-huh. And, uh, I uh, again, I'm a consultant in Northwell, so it worked out great. Uh, Dr. Uh, Matthew Weiss is the, one of the best anywhere. And they had to take out actually part of the stomach to get the tumor out, but they say it's not a tumor that would spread. And so uh, I'm fine. Uh, Melissa drove me and Rosemary into the hospital that Monday morning. And it's really an experience. You get there at 5 o'clock in the morning, and, God, it's uh, – I mean, again, they couldn't have been nice. It's great. You go in the operating room, it seems like there's 100 people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these tubes going everywhere. And then you wake up. First of all, you're glad you wake up. That, 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 was, a, that was a big plus. Thank God. When it's over. And uh, really, all I've had is minimal pain. Uh, in fact, really, ever since the first few hours, whatever painkiller they give me is working, and I'm doing, you know, doing fine. Now, it's uh, you have to be a little careful because I guess you take out part of the stomach. You don't want, you know, any uh, any kind of complications. Yeah. But I should be getting out by the end of the week, I hope. And if not, hey, whatever it takes. All I know is I'm cancer free, and they can keep me as long as they want, and I got have as much pain. But right now, the pain is really minimal. If I tell you. Things you take for granted. I mean, just to get up out of the bed is like a ten-minute procedure. I mean, now I'm able to do it in like two minutes. But yesterday it was like right. ten minutes. You move this leg this way, that that way. Right, right. And yeah, then you're walking down the hall and people are looking at you and all that stuff. So, no, but they they treat me great. The nurses, the doctors, everyone. It's a really great treatment. Uh, and also you get like you have small benefits. Yesterday Eddie Cranepool called me up. Oh. Kamsky, wow, like that, you know. So it was great. Oh, good old Mets. And and... You should be happy I've been in Long Island Jewish Hospital, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact you're at a Jewish hospital. Yes, and the Met guys are calling you. But as great as it is that Ed Cranepool and Art Shamsky called you, and I love both of those guys. I thought the coolest visit came from the police commissioner, Nassau County, my friend and your friend Pat Ryder. Yeah, Pat Ryder is a great guy. That was totally unexpected. He came in. Uh, with, with his security guy, Kevin Vahey, the two of them were here. Pat stayed, I'd say, a good hour. It couldn't have been better. And also, I have to really stress, Rosemary was with me from day one on this. My sister, Barbara, who's a nurse. Uh, my son, my daughter, Sean and Aaron have been great. Obviously, my has been great. And Rosenfeld, who worked with me for 28 years. She's been helping out. You know, here I am. So, it's uh, again, it's, uh, it's a wake-up call when, like, suddenly, you know, I guess, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, and you wake up, and you say, Jesus, yeah, I, I, I got cancer. Hi. But then... As it was taken care of, now I feel like a you know, million bucks. I'm on top of the world. I'm ready to knock you on your ass. <laughs> I'm on the show. If I'm on talking about being a cancer survivor, do I have to listen to Justin talk about banging some hooker with flags? I mean, come on. Have a little respect. A little bit. Not a lot. Something. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Hopefully you got a good laugh, although I'm fearful that right now that your stomach is still kind of sensitive. Thank God the pain is not bad because you're all, you know, junked up on who knows what they gave you, probably uh, Oxycontin or something. Uh, if you start you to laugh, know. You yeah, I don't know, exactly. If you start to laugh really hard, does it hurt? I know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have to watch that. So uh, yeah. usually when I talk to you, I cry. So <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was a, a pretty good back and forth that morning with Teixeira. But I did that was see, great, yeah. That was great. And, but I did see something just now, and I thought of you. You know, we've got MSNBC on in the background. In fact, actor Liv Schreiber, there's a very famous picture of me and Liv together at a Nick game about three weeks ago. He played Ray Donovan on TV. He's on MSNBC right, right now. But uh, right before him, there was a guy named Richard Hassan. And Haas was saying that um, Northern Ireland, what happened in Northern Ireland, should remind us why the war in Ukraine should end today. And any time I, I hear Ireland or Northern Ireland, based upon your work with President Clinton, the Good Friday Agreement, I think of you. What, what about Haas, including Northern Ireland, in today's conversation about the Ukraine? Yeah, it's really two different issues, and, I, and I'm not trying to you know, win a debate or anything. And I know Richard Haas, he was actually very involved in Northern Ireland after the agreement, but he was important in the years afterwards when they are keeping the agreement together. Uh, now, to me, it is different. Northern Ireland, that was going on for 800 years within the country, and it was a uh, really a, almost a unique situation, the way a part of Ireland was cut off, and it was it contrived to have a pro-British majority. And, uh, and actually, I give Bill Clinton most of the credit for that. And what it was is, yeah, people like Jerry Adams, who was involved with the IRA, whether that he was a member, he, and, and they realized they could fight forever, but they weren't going to win. And then the British also realized that. Once both sides realized that, that's when the United States can, you know, can really play a major role. And the British did realize they couldn't win this. Uh, the IRA realized they couldn't win it. And so they worked out the best agreement they could. And so when that happens in, in Ukraine, once both sides realize, oh, once the United States believes that both sides have gone as far as they can, then they can be a real role, yeah. Gotcha. This is uh, Peter King, thank God, on the mend after stomach surgery, removing cancer, and we want Peter around, I know I do, for a really, really long time. So I'm really happy that uh, you're feeling better this morning, and they got rid of that. I want to move to uh, Joe Biden. He did announce yesterday that he is once again running for president. I guess we can't see it just passed right over. Yeah, I know that. My God, it's so depressing. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, you're alive. You're okay. Like fine. Rosemary. Rosemary said, this is it. No, yeah, no, no more nice treatment. Forget it. It's over with. <laughs> Hey, you're lucky. You know, I get told all the time that I'm blessed. And I know you love Danielle, too. So does Rosemary. She is a yeah. beautiful girl, brilliant. I have a great wife. But uh, so do you. Rosemary is such a fine lady. And Sean, your son, who I've met on the streets a couple of weeks ago, and Aaron, your whole family. So thank well, God you've well, got that. Let me tell you what Sean said. When Sean heard they did a biopsy and found I had a tumor, I was expecting some compassion. He goes, whether he was a pile driver to get through your stomach, how, how, how they did a biopsy? <laughs> That's what I have to put up with. Oh, God. Uh, tell me about Biden announcing he's going to run again for president. <laughs> uh, to me, uh, listen, he's been a failure as president, a total failure, not just on his policies, but he almost all his failures were self-induced. He brought them about. And uh, if a person was supposed to unite the country, he's divided as much as ever before. No, he, he's very poor president. He'll be a poor candidate. And Republicans, we have to get our act together. We can't have another four years of Joe Biden. Well said. Donald Trump will join our buddy Katz, Katz and Cosby, coming up at 5.06 this afternoon. So for your stomach's sake, don't listen. Because I know you don't like Trump these days. But, but on a serious note, you know, Peter, I, I speak to so many people in New York, Republicans, Democrats, and really everybody loves you. I, I, you're the only politician I, I can say this about where you get bipartisan love, people appreciate what you've done, not just on Long Island, but Homeland Security. You care for people. 
you are genuinely a really decent, good person. So in all seriousness, I'm really happy you're okay. But I'm even happier that you wake up in the morning and go, wow, I won this one. Winning this one really has to make you feel like not not a new outlook on life, but maybe something like that, yes? Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. You know, you always say, you know, yeah, this could happen, that could happen. But until it happens, you don't really face up to it. And then to face up to it and to find out because of good doctors, I'm, I'm going to win. It's a great, great feeling. Also, it's great to see you know, your real friend show up at a time like that. Oh, there's no question. And the Internet is buzzing. And, again, your beautiful family. And what was the doctor's name, Pete? Dr. Weiss? Yeah, yeah Dr. Matthew Weiss. Uh, he went to Holy Cross College. Uh, he's a uh, Great guy, and uh, he's been out in Oswald now the last few years. Great guy, great, great personality, and he, he couldn't have been nicer. I mean, he could not have been, mm. apart from being a great doctor, he is really just a, a, a wonderful guy. Michael Dowling, who heads up Northwell, again, I, I could not have been treated better, but I tell you, uh, Matthew Weiss, great guy, number one. All right, well, listen, go get some rest and uh, spend some time with your family, and I really appreciate you coming on this morning. I know you feel better, but it still can't be easy, but that is the warrior you are. Courage, love, all these words describing the great Peter King. So you continue to feel better. Get out of there, and we'll do this again next week when you're back at home. How does that sound? That sounds great, Sid. All right. I love you, pal. I love you, Pete. Thank you.